What's happening, everybody? On today's show, the Heisman Trophy finalists have been announced. Just one guy from the SEC making the cut, but is he the right SEC guy? Also, monster news for LSU as their star wide receiver, Kayshawn Booty, announces he's coming back next year. Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson officially declares for the NFL draft. Is it the right move? And dozens and dozens of players hit the transfer portal. We'll get you cut up in the latest Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. I want to remind you, Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use our promo code Locked On at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Let's jump into a plan to get to. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the Around the conference. And we start with the Heisman Trophy. Down to their four finalists. Officially, it has been a weird year for the Heisman. There's been no clear-cut favorites for much of the year. You know, Bryce Young was absolutely obliterating competition a year ago at Alabama. But this year was kind of a wide-open thing. We heard some rumblings, heard some names, but they're four finalists. It's officially a quarterback award again this year. All four quarterbacks, TCU quarterback Max Duggan, Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud, USC quarterback Caleb Williams, and the lone SEC representative, Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett. Now, the Heisman will be awarded a Saturday on, uh, on ESPN. Bryce Young, like we mentioned, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, he won it last year. Uh, go back the year prior, it was Devontae Smith from Alabama. Go back a year prior, it was Joe Burrow from Tennessee. So looking to tr- or uh, from, from LSU. So trying to keep this streak of SEC uh, guys winning it going here. Unfortunately, injuries have greatly impacted this Heisman race. And Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker was widely seen as one of the front runners at different parts of this season before he tore his ACL last month against South Carolina, causing him to miss uh, the last fall's regular season finale game against Vanderbilt. Uh, Michigan running back Blake Corum, he was another guy that a lot of people had near the top, and he got hurt in their loss to Utah, or or rather uh, a couple weeks ago, and then uh, Caleb Williams, he got hurt in USC's loss to Utah, but he still made it here. Uh, There's been a lot of people that are jumping on this saying, look, Nothing against Stetson Bennett, but why is Hendon Hooker not invited? And I tend to agree with the idea that Hendon, Hendon Hooker should have at least been invited. Um, Hooker, like we said, tore his ACL in that loss to South Carolina. Prior to that injury, Hooker had led Tennessee to five AP Top 25 wins, including Alabama, LSU, and Florida. He led the SEC in passer rating, yards per attempt, completion percentage, and total offense passing for 3,100 yards, 27 touchdowns, just two picks. And that led the F, or the Tennessee offense led the FBS in yards per game, yards per play in scoring at a robust 47.3 points per game. Uh, Josh Heupel, who himself was a runner-up for the Heisman, at quarterback in Oklahoma in 2000, he said that Hooker should have been in New York for the Heisman ceremony. 
Um, and it's a shame. It's a shame that Hendon Hooker didn't at least get an invite. Look, this could have been a year you bring five finalists, do what's right by him, and bring him. But I will say on the flip side, I don't want to take anything away from Stetson Bennett. He has been fantastic this year, and I think people still kind of dog him uh, and don't give him as much credit. I've seen people saying, oh, he's only thrown for 20 touchdowns. Yeah, but you're ignoring the seven rushing touchdowns he had, which were was just as effective. And look, it almost feels like when George is the overwhelming number one team and best team in the country, they got to have some kind of representative. Who's George's best player? Well, some people said Jalen Carter. Well, Jalen Carter missed a handful of games this year, and you know, a few of the games he was largely ineffective, at least on the stat sheet. He had a couple games he played in where he had just one tackle. Uh, don't get me wrong. Jalen Carter's a tremendous uh, monster of a force, and he's going to be a top 10 draft pick next year. And um, But again, you know, Brock Bowers, great force at tight end, best tight end in the country, but you know, his numbers were inconsistent. There were games where, where he didn't do, you know, a whole heck of a lot. It just seems like you, know, you kind of have to pick and choose. What do you want here? And so Stetson Bennett, body of work this year, I think has been great. Um, you know, I thought his best game of the year was this past year weekend against LSU in the SEC championship game where they put up 35 first-half points, and he was on the money on big third-down passes. He zipped that ball in there and, and hit his targets, and again – I think kudos to Stetson Bennett for getting an invite, being a finalist. I think a lot of people are going to dog it and say he shouldn't be being there. But again, I don't think this has to be an either-or. I think both Stetson Bennett and Hendon Hooker should have both been on this finalist list. And, you know, again, Caleb Williams came out strong in recent weeks for USC. Max Duggan was a warrior all season for, for TCU. CJ Stroud came into the season as one of the favorites and, you know, had a nice year statistically. I don't think did anything to really take his name out of it. But, again, that's where we stand, and uh, I think it should have been Hendon Hooker and Stetson Bennett. But Bennett, the lone SEC rep, and just looking at the, the odds of when people probably cast their vote, I think Caleb Williams of USC is probably going to win it. You know, it's always you talk about best player on best team. Uh, if USC didn't have Caleb Williams, they probably would have been a 500 team. You know, could Georgia still been really good without Stetson Bennett? The debate could go on and on with all these guys, but we'll see who wins it this coming weekend. But congrats to Stetson Bennett, and uh, shame on the Heisman Trust for not having Hendon Hooker in there. All right, other postseason awards. Uh, Alabama linebacker Will Anderson has been named the winner of the Bronco Nagurski Trophy, given out to the best defensive player in college football. He won the award last year, making him a repeat winner. Nobody's been able to do that in nearly three decades with former Northwestern linebacker Pat Fitzgerald being the last to do so. By the way, he's the current head coach there at Northwestern, too. Uh, three other players were nominated for the Nagurski. It was defensive tackle uh, Kalia Kansi at uh, Pitt, uh, Tuli Tui Pelotu at uh, USC. I think I got that right. And Georgia safety Christopher Smith. They were all finalists, but Will Anderson wins the award. So another bit of history sitting in Tuscaloosa with one of the program's best ever defensive players, Jonathan Allen, the only other Alabama defender to win the Nagurski Trophy, taking home the award uh, in 2016. Also, the uh, AP is out with their all-SEC teams and coach of the year. Quarterback Hendon Hooker was named the Offensive Player of the Year. Alabama linebacker Will Anderson was named Defensive Player of the Year in a unanimous vote. And Tennessee's Josh Heupel was named Coach of the Year. The Vols 10-2 going to the Orange Bowl. 
Other guys, Ole Miss freshman running back Quinchon Judkins led the SEC in rushing, was named Newcomer of the Year, beating out Harold Perkins at LSU. Other unanimous picks were Tennessee wide receiver Jalen Hyatt, Georgia tight end Brock Bowers, and Judkins along with Rocket Sanders at Arkansas. Hooker was uh, picked as first-team quarterback and offensive player of the year on all but one ballot, which chose Bryce Young in both cases. So uh, uh, Heupel, by the way, received six votes to edge LSU's Brian Kelly for coach of the year, uh, led SEC, uh, LSU to their uh, the SEC championship game this past weekend in his first season. Georgia's Kirby Smart had three votes, and Shane Beamer had one vote. So, again, I've talked about that. Couldn't really go wrong with Heupel, Brian Kelly, or Kirby Smart. In my opinion, for coach of the year, all three of those guys, well-earned and well-deserved. And uh, one quick note on the upcoming Las Vegas Bowl. There's been a time change for the Florida Gators and Oregon State playing in the Las Vegas Bowl. The game was originally set for Saturday, December 17th at night at 7.30 on ABC, but has since been changed to 2.30 Eastern on ESPN. So it'll be 1.30 Central, I guess is Vegas, is that 12.30 or 11.30 Vegas time? I would assume probably 12.30. Uh, but uh, Brett McMurphy following up on Twitter with the reason for the changes, he said it was related to the Las Vegas Raiders scheduled home game against the New England Patriots on December 18th. It was flexed, and so they had to move the Las Vegas Bowl to a... Uh, an earlier game, so we'll look for the Florida Gators, albeit Florida Gators going to be down a lot of players roster-wise. We'll get to that in just a little bit. We'll also tell you about the big news coming out of LSU, but thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. And I want to remind you guys, it is the holiday season. Uh, this uh, episode is presented by Omaha Steaks. You can achieve gift and greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Just go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use Locked On at checkout to get an additional $30 off your order. Send an assortment of those mouth-watering favorites, guaranteed to impress, like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. We did the filet mignons just a couple weeks ago, threw them on the grill along with the loaded baked potatoes. It was so easy, and it was awesome. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgivable bite, Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Get 50% off site-wide, plus use our promo code Locked On at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Right along here, Locked On SEC, and we got to jump back into it because there's just so much going on here, uh, going on around the conference. The transfer portal was absolutely blowing up yesterday, as you guys know. Uh, officially opened the gates for that, and tons of names jumping in there. But first, let's get to the big news on uh, LSU's front. Shocking news, really. As we found out Monday evening, Kayshawn Booty, the star wide receiver at LSU, announced he is electing to return to LSU for his senior season. The standout wide receiver said, the goal is to always win a national championship at LSU, and that will never change. We made strides this year, but we fell short. That is why I believe we can accomplish many things moving forward. I believe in this team, the coaches, training staff, everybody. 
It's important to follow your dreams and live with the results. While some stories will end here, mine will not. Let's lock it in uh, and win a national championship. It is huge news for LSU because Kayshawn Booty was projected by a lot of people to be a first-round draft pick. And, you know, he's picked up a couple of NIL deals along the way. You can Google those and find those. But I wonder how much those folks stepped up and took care of him. And this is where NIL really starts to play an interesting deal around not just at LSU, but schools around the country. You know, the report was Bryce Young, you know, one of the first ones who had an NIL deal last year, made a million dollars. It's been all kinds of different reports. Um, Nico, the quarterback, going to Tennessee. There's been reports out here, out there. He's getting multi-million dollars. And look, if you've got an alumni base and people who own companies that want to support those players and take care of them, yeah, I mean, you could really convince these kids to sway them to come back another year. You know, improve your draft stock. It doesn't feel like it's going to hurt Kayshawn Booty as long as he stays healthy. Feels like he'll still be a first-round pick next year. But we saw some glimpses when Garrett Nussmeyer came in that second half of the SEC championship game was letting the ball fly around the field. He was getting involved more in the passing game. And, you know, he and Jaden Daniels kind of had to work throughout the season to get on the same page and uh, develop a little bit, bit of chemistry there. But massive, massive news for LSU. And they get one of their big-time playmakers back next year as they uh, try to build off of this. And, and, look, this year, 48 catches over 500 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, but again, over 100 yards in the SEC championship game. He's uh, totaled almost 2,000 yards and 16 touchdowns in his LSU career. So, again, big news there at LSU. Who's going to be throwing him the ball? We'll see. Jaden Daniels, will he be, he be back? Will it be Garrett Nussmeyer? Will they look to the transfer portal again and bring somebody in? There's a lot of quarterbacks in there. Speaking of, let's get to it. Some big names announcing there in the transfer portal. I'm just going to run through some of the names that are highlighted here. We've already mentioned some of these. Uh, Texas A&M quarterback Haynes King. Vanderbilt quarterback Mike Wright. I, th I was a little bit surprised by that. Mike Wright went to SEC Media Days this past year for Vandy. Lost his starting job, then got it back later in the year, made some plays. He's on the move. Arkansas wide receivers Warren Thompson and Keetron Jackson. Both those guys contributed this year. Ole Miss backup quarterback Luke Altmyer and defensive end Demond Clowney. Auburn quarterback Zach Calzada, of course, didn't really play at Auburn, was the AM quarterback before that. He's back into the portal. Florida, they had a ton of names entering the portal yesterday. Over a dozen, I counted. But most notable, wide receiver Dejon Reynolds, running back Nate Naquan Wright, and linebacker Chief Borders, among others. South Carolina, big names yesterday. They're two tight ends, Jaheim Bell and Austin Stogner. Now, Jaheim Bell is the guy that they were underutilizing for much of the year, trying to find ways to get him the ball. He is a big-time athlete, came up big in some of those games down the stretch for them. Uh, that's a big-time playmaker. You can use him at running back, tight end, wide receiver, wherever you want to line him up. Jaheim Bell is a monster. That is a big one entering the transfer portal, leaving the Gamecocks. Alabama. Their left guard, Javian Cohen, uh, entering the transfer portal. That was a little surprising. Three wide receivers. Treshawn Holden, the most notable, one of Alabama's leading receivers this year. JoJo Earl, their dynamic return man. He enters the portal. And wide receiver Christian Leary. So three wide receivers from Alabama. Kentucky, they lose running back Cavassier Smoke and tight end Keaton Upshaw. They both enter the portal. Mississippi State, Rara Thomas, one of their big-time playmakers all year at wide receiver. He's in the portal. Uh, Missouri, we've mentioned it before, Dominic Lovett, third leading receiver in the SEC. A lot of people are going to be looking at him, as well as their backup quarterback, Tyler Macon, and a wide receiver, uh, dynamic return man, Jimmy Callaway, and 
Leneth, Leneth Whitehead, the running back, they're uh, both into the portal. So a lot of names there, and we're just getting started, folks. This transfer portal is going to be nutso in the coming weeks, and uh, we'll continue to keep you up-to-date with, up with a lot of these uh, news. Now, Joshua Braun, offensive lineman from Florida, he announced he is entering the portal. We already know where he's going, and he's staying in the conference. He's going to play for Sam Pittman and Arkansas. Joshua Braun, former four-star recruit, uh, and he originally committed to Georgia when Sam Pittman was Georgia's offensive line coach. Pittman then departed to take the Arkansas job. Braun flipped to Florida, signed with the Gators. But uh, in October, Braun announced he was stepping away from the Gators to preserve his redshirt eligibility. He made just two appearances with the Gators this year, logged seven starts last year. So he's heading to Arkansas, will likely plug right in on their off offensive line. Some other news at Arkansas, they are expected to hire Louisville's strength and conditioning coach Ben Souders uh, to the same role with Arkansas. He would replace Jamil Walker, who was fired after the Missouri game. Sam Pittman said Sunday on a teleconference that he was in good position and expects a formal announcement soon. Man, so much to get to. we got to get to more. Uh, thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, Anthony Richardson officially declares for the draft. He's leaving the Florida Gators. We'll talk about that in just a second. But first, want to remind you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. You have got to try some of the new Built Bar, new reimagined flavors. They got cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, coconut brownie topper, white chocolate peppermint granola. It is Built's take on the granola bar, so it's more filling and still insanely tasty. They've got candy cane brownie. Uh, Built Puffs are, are just like biting into the universe's most delicious cloud with the candy cane brownie puff. So if you have not tried Built Bars yet, they're literally the best-tasting protein bars ever. 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, low in sugar, low in calories. Sink your teeth into it, and you will be amazed. They, you got to go check them out. Built.com is the website. Built.com. And when you find something you like, make sure you use our promo code LOCKEDON15. That's going to get you your 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. All right, one more segment here on Locked On SEC. We've been uh, kind of doing a full episode going around the conferences. There is so much happening and so much going on, but the, uh, big news happening on Monday. We teased it on yesterday's show. We knew an announcement would be coming soon, but how about Anthony Richardson, Florida quarterback, officially announcing he is taking his talents to the next level. Dual threat quarterback, one of the most talked about prospects in college football throughout the season uh, Mel Kuyper lists Anthony Richardson as his fourth-highest-rated quarterback behind C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, and Bryce Young. Richardson became a full-time starter this year for Florida, battled consistency as a passer, completed just 53% of his passes for 2,500 yards, 17 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. Of course, Florida went to 6-6 six and six after losing two straight games to finish the season. But Richardson is six foot four, 230 pounds, has that big play potential, and he's got that big, strong arm and athleticism in that run game where he can make defenders miss, run people over. I ran for a total of 654 yards and nine touchdowns. He has officially announced he will not play in the Las Vegas Bowl against Oregon State. So 
Don't know who's going to be even available to suit up for that game for Florida. Uh, they did dismiss recently backup quarterback Jalen Kitna after he was arrested on those child pornography charges. So he's out. Uh, Walk-on Kyle Engel uh, could be pressed into helping prepare for duty. And uh, former Ohio State transfer Jack Miller, he had surgery in the summer, has not appeared in a game this year. But uh, we may see Jack Miller in this one um, if he's ready to go. So... It's, it's crazy what's happened there. I mean, uh, Billy Napier, whatever you saw with the Florida Gators this year under Billy Napier in year one, it is going to look completely different next year. You will not recognize the Florida Gators with so many new uh, recruits, but particularly transfers. I think Florida's going to hit up the transfer portal. They're going to lose a lot in the portal, but I think they're going to bring in a lot via the portal. And the 2023 Florida Gators are going to look very, very different uh, another name that entered, uh, Jervon Dexter, their big defensive tackle. He officially declared for the draft yesterday as well. Will forego his remaining years in, of, in eligibility. Did not reveal whether or not he intended to play in the bowl game, but you got to think, announcing now that you're heading to the NFL draft, you're going to protect that, not risk injury, and head uh, and head on off to the NFL. And the other one, Osiris Torrance, their big offensive lineman, standout lineman. He announced on social media he is heading to the NFL draft after spending just one year in Gainesville. Uh, he tweeted out, I want to thank Gator Nation for your support, making me feel like family. There's nothing in this world like playing in the swamp. Um, again, no official word from him on if he's going to play in the bowl game, but not expecting that. So Billy Napier, man, just got to get through this game against Oregon State. Uh, try to make some plays. Try to make it somewhat competitive. Some other... Uh, News, uh, we mentioned Vanderbilt's Mike Wright had entered the portal. How about this Vanderbilt running back Ray Davis has announced he's entering the transfer portal. Five foot nine, 200 pounds senior, shared the news on Twitter. Davis had 1,042 rush yards and five touchdowns, averaged four and a half yards a carry this season. He had five games this year of at least 100 yards. He rushed for a season high 167 in the loss to South Carolina. He spent two seasons at Vanderbilt after two years at Temple. Finished fourth in the SEC in rushing yards this year. Uh, when you talk about Ray Davis, here's the guys he finished ahead of. Tank Bigsby, Chris Rodriguez, Zach Evans, Jameer Gibbs, Ray Davis, Vanderbilt running back, ranked ahead of them. So he is entering the transfer portal, and we'll see if there's um, – see what the interest will be on him. I think uh, that's a that's a big-name guy that uh, some folks are going to be looking after to see, uh, see where he ends up. Is he going to end up in other SEC schools or going to end up elsewhere? We shall see. But uh, that is the latest going on around the conference. By the time you guys listen to this, there's probably going to be even more names in the transfer portal. We'll have to get you all up to date on that as the week goes along. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. For your next listen, go check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast. Biggest stories of the day plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.